Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You, my friend, are looking at a group of players, not all the players, but a group of players that I want to buy low walking into week number two. And the reason I want to buy these guys is because they're monsters and they underperformed or in the case of Kamara or the case of JT they're not on the field yet and the owners will have some different viewpoints maybe walking into this week than they did last week in terms of holding on to said players if they started off 0-1 and now they're looking at this saying maybe holding Kamara isn't a good idea maybe holding JT isn't a good idea I've seen people person after person trade away Jordan Love who Your boy told you to draft as a backup quarterback. Your boy told you to draft as your third backup quarterback, even though a lot of analysts run their mouth about saying, in a one QB league, you should only draft one quarterback. In a one QB league, you should only draft two quarterbacks. I tell you to draft three. I tell you to draft three because if Jordan Love's your third quarterback right now, you've got trade power. Or if Jordan Love was your third quarterback And Aaron Rodgers was your second. He got hurt. Now you've got a proper backup to help you win a league if something goes wrong. Or to to go left instead of right and trade away your starter. Maybe you drafted a starter that did pretty well. Probably wasn't one of these guys. And you can now trade that player away and start Jordan Love if for some reason you were decimated with injuries. There's a lot of reasons you might want to trade. Some of you might need to trade a guy like Diggs, a guy like McCaffrey, Nobody should be trading players like that if they don't have to. But not everybody has the luxury of having all their players on the field right now. Some people had Kelsey out week one. He should be back week two. Some people drafted Cooper Cup before the injury really, you know, hampered him. And, and, and your boy said to stay away, but that's okay. People make mistakes. I make mistakes. I've There's guys I love that aren't doing well. But for the most part, I think there's too many overreactions going on. And I'm here to help you navigate the trade waters. I'm here to give you trade ideas, targets to go get, and players to maybe trade away, even if you don't want to. Even if you don't want to, you have to do a self-assessment, an inward look, a look in the mirror, an honest inventory on your team to see if maybe you do need to trade a guy that popped off like Diggs or Christian McCaffrey, or can you hang tight, stay afloat, wait for Kamara, Wait for Kelsey to come back, obviously, this week. Wait for Christian Watson to get back. Maybe he comes back this week. Maybe he doesn't. Wait for these guys to bounce back. We'll we'll dig into it. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. So it's very, very easy to say, oh, John shouldn't be trading Christian McCaffrey. And I see that in my comments all the time on a live stream when when I say, do you need to trade Christian McCaffrey? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. And then some keyboard, you know, uh, Caleb comes in and says, Smitty, why would you trade CMC? 
imagine, imagine trading CMC, or better yet, imagine telling somebody to trade CMC. Okay, uh, non-objective um, Oscar, or you know somebody looking at this from uh, from from one point of view and not another. You don't know what you're talking about. Maybe Bob over here does not have a team that can win. If Bob didn't win with McCaffrey in week one, if Bob didn't win with Diggs in week one, if Bob didn't win with player X or player Y in week one, and Bob does an honest inventory, and Bob lost some players, maybe Bob does need to trade Christian McCaffrey or Stefan Diggs. And there are plenty of players to go get in a package that could help fill holes and voids that the team might have. So let, let's first take a look at some of those players that you might not want to trade, um, but you you end up uh, having to, to make that move. So in the case of JJ, nobody wants to trade JJ. You'd have to be crazy to want to trade JJ or to go down that avenue if you didn't need to. So again, don't do it. If you're 1-0, if your team looks good, if you're 1-0 and and you have Kelsey coming back, and or, or you're 0-1, have JJ lost, but you had Burrow, or you had Fields, or you had Josh Allen do badly, or Hurts do badly, and you had Kelsey out, then you can stay afloat. You're fine at 0-1. You don't need to trade JJ. But if you had JT... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You had Cup, you had J.K. Dobbins, you had Aaron Rodgers. You have a combination of guys just not looking good whatsoever. And J.J.'s on your team. And you're 0-1. And you honestly look in the mirror and say, I can't win. I can't win. Then maybe you need to divide and conquer. Same thing with Diggs. Same thing with McCaffrey. And the reason these guys are on this list is because they're going to get you the most bang for your buck. There are other players that you could trade away to potentially do this. But go get players. These are these are just a handful of some of the best go-get players in fantasy football 2023 entering week number two. Joe Burrow will bounce back. I'm not worried. He's not worried. Uh, Chase isn't worried. Both these guys are absolute by lows. Now, you're not going to steal Chase away. He was going one, two, or three overall on draft day. I, I venture to say people probably might drop him to like three or four. So there's a discount available if you want to buy him as low as you'll ever get him. Maybe you get him as a five overall player, a six overall player. Joe Burrow, I know for a fact, an absolute fact, that handfuls of people can go out because I've already seen it happen. I've, I've got the text line on thefantasyfootballshow.com where you can get one-on-one text advice. You can also get all these features, rankings, trade calculators, everything you can think of that for your fantasy football domination. But I, I have people that have literally said on the text line, Smitty, I, I just traded Jordan Love. I just traded Jordan Love for Joe Burrow straight up. Smitty, I just got Josh Allen for Jordan Love straight up. Pl- a player that everybody else told you not to draft. Don't draft Jordan Love. You don't need a backup quarterback. You don't need a third quarterback. It just got someone, jo- it just got someone Joe Burrow. 
It just got handfuls of people, Joe Burrow. Now, not everybody's going to knee-jerk react and, and be a knee-jerk reacting Roger and trade away Burrow for love, but maybe they would for love and a Puka who you pick up or love and an Algier because they have Bijan and you were astute enough to pick up Algier. These are all things that you can tweak and tinker with to try and turn your player into a bigger name player that had a struggle bus week like Hertz, like Burrow, like Allen, like Fields. All four of the big quarterbacks didn't do well. Uh, and then you can include Mahomes. He did he did okay, but he didn't do great. I didn't throw him up here because I don't think his owners will necessarily sell him low because Kelsey was out. There's a lot of reasons to rationalize that. Whereas Hurts, a lot of people are running their mouth about, okay, guess he wasn't for real. After one week, after one week, and Burrow getting the same treatment. Josh Allen, he's really a bad decision maker. You know, he can be, but I've said this all offseason long and the previous offseason. He's like Brett Favre in that he'll come out and throw four INTs and literally the next play, next game doesn't even phase him. I have no doubt he's going to return to top three, top one to four quarterback numbers all year long. No doubt. He's one of the better buy low players right now coming off you know, what have you done for me lately? My 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 recent memory tells me he just busted before uh, 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 most recently over everybody else. So he's in the, the minds of everyone right now. Fields, people are jumping off the Fields train so quick. There were so many people not on it to begin with. His third or fourth round values tanked to probably, if we drafted today, on the average round five or six. You can get him so cheap, and, and this is probably the best move you could make if you want to Roll the die a little bit, okay? Roll the dice. Try and go get this man at, at seller-dweller pricing. And, and and Debo, he's cheap because not only did he not go out and have a big game, and he played the Pittsburgh Steelers. I wasn't really expecting a monster game. IU went out and had a big game. And that's going to further make people think, okay, maybe he won't do well this year. And is there a chance Ayuk is the better wide receiver? Sure. But but is there a chance Debo's a low-end wide receiver one? Absolutely, and I'm gonna buy on that because even if I'm wrong, I still believe he earns every bit of the late fourth, maybe top of round five, maybe late round five equivalent type value I would pay in a trade right now if we try and equate that value out to a to a draft slot. This guy can be had, I would say, equivalent to fifth round drafted value in a trade right now. That is crazy. What's even crazier is that the combinations of some of these guys you can get for guys that popped off. Let's say you're a, a Diggs owner and you need to trade away Diggs right now. You trade away Diggs, okay? You trade away Diggs right now and you go ahead and you go over to this 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 get list right here and you get a Debo and you get a Camara. You get a running back one and you get a potential low-end Wide receiver one or high-end, super high-end potential wide receiver two. Kamara's a running back one. Debo could be a running back one. Or, 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 could be a running back one. A wide receiver one. You're getting two players. You're getting two players that can contend with digs all by themselves. Let me explain what I mean on that. When, whenever you do a, a, a trade, okay? Whenever you go do a trade, let me see if I can, I can show you here. If you're trading away digs, let's say. And you're going after a Debo, and let's call it an Alvin Kamara. So we'll put Alvin Kamara right here, and we'll put Diggs right here. So Alvin Kamara and Diggs. 
when you do a trade where you're trading away two players, okay, or trading away one player for two players, you're acquiring the two players, you want to ask yourself, could Kamara, in a best-case scenario, and really not even a best-case scenario, a plausible-case scenario, could Kamara by himself hang with the player you're trading away? The answer is yes. You could say, oh, no, Smitty, at the end of the day, I understand you're drafting Diggs over Kamara. I'm not an idiot, okay? I'm asking you the hypothetical question. If Debo went down in this trade, could you still feel you could salvage the, the trade via Kamara's actions in week number four on? The answer should be yes. It's feasible, right? And that tells you this is a great piece to have in this trade. Could Debo by himself feasibly hang with maybe not outscore again i'm not a moron but could debo hang with digs the answer should be again it should be yes so when you can say feasible this guy could hang with this guy this guy could hang with this guy and you're getting both of these players for your one player you are executing to a t the 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 one player for two acquisition if you can't say that about both players, you might want to go back to the drawing board and just make sure you feel comfortable with, with, with that process because that process will probably never lead you astray. Why? Number one, injury. You're diluting your injury risk from one player going down your season being near lost. You can maybe recover. We adjust and adapt. We're, we're strong people here on the Fantasy Football Show. But if he goes down to injury, you're pretty screwed, right? You got a, a big uphill climb. If Kamara goes down, you've diluted it, and now you could potentially be okay. If Debo goes down, you've diluted it, you could potentially be okay. That is the beauty of a one-for-two trade. I'm a big two-for-one two trader. I'm a big accumulating like Algiers and, and Jordan Love and then going and getting a player like Jamar Chase on the cheap, Jalen Hurts on the cheap, uh, all these players we love so much on the cheap because people overreact or overreacting Oscars on, on Tuesday morning after week one, after week two, um, the, the overreacting lasts for like three, four weeks for sure, sometimes longer. And so there's a, an opportunity to consolidate two players and there's waiver wire guys you want. So you want to do two for one trades anyway, to get two players off your roster, bring one on so you can pick up a player like Joshua Kelly or Roshan Johnson or whatever, right? So it makes sense to do two players leaving, one player coming in. I love those trades. But really, some of the best value after week one, from weeks one through four, weeks one through five, is the one player for two slumping players you believe will bounce back. Let me give you another example. Let's say the person that has two Tagovailoa also has fields for some reason. Or maybe the person that has love also has fields. And maybe the person does not want fields anymore. You could receive fields in this dig transaction. And while you probably wouldn't get, I don't know, you could get a Debo or Camara. You potentially could. Let's let's just shoot a little lower and say, maybe they stacked DJ Moore and Fields. I'd take this trade all day long. Someone might that might not that's watching, and that's okay. We're we're not all going to think the same. In some of these cases, you want to replace the player with a player you like and trust the process and understand what I'm telling you. Not necessarily the player is the process, but this right here. If I lost, let's say Aaron Rodgers, or I was banking on uh, 
a quarterback like Dak because I got screwed in a in, in the draft and I, I punted quarterback too long. I would never do that. I would never be starting Dak. But you get my you get my drift here. This would be an amazing trade. You're buying him low. Could he hang with Diggs again? Have an open mind to what I'm really asking you. I'm not asking you would you draft these players close by. I'm saying is there a feasible way that you could say, you know what, I made this trade, Fields got hurt, I still can survive this. I can survive it because if DJ Moore does go out and ball, now in the case that they're tied together, <laughs> DJ Moore would not be great without Fields. But you get my drift again. That it's It's more about... Hey, Smitty, let's use a different player here. It's more about saying, hey, Smitty, if I got Watson in fields for digs and I had no quarterback, if if fields went down, could I feasibly say I'm still putting up a fight? Absolutely. If he balls out, you're putting up a fight. Or if Watson goes down and he, he struggles with the injury and he continues all year to struggle, can you still win the trade? You, you really could because fields could be a top three, top four, top five overall scorer. That's the beauty of a one for two. And I don't want anybody to think that because I said earlier that nobody should be trading digs unless they're losing. Look, there are times where even if your team looks really good, you can still improve it. Uh, I'm not of the thinking of if you, you're you 1-0, your team did well, you should just stand pat. I mean, it's a good idea to not go make stupid moves you don't need to make. But why can't you go look? Why can't you accept a call? Hey, what do you want for, for, for digs, Smitty? Diggs did well. Well, what do you got? I got Fields and Watson. I see you lost uh, Aaron Rodgers, and your only backup is blah, 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 blah. I'll go ahead and trade you Watson and Fields for Diggs. I might take that, Bob. I would especially take something along the lines of a Debo or a Camara, or I would even consider a JT. JT and Camara are two players that I really enjoy trading for. Let me move Diggs off so you don't think I'm suggesting to make this trade. I just want to put these two right here and say, these are two players I really love trading for right now. They're one week closer to coming back. They also are players that the owner that had them kind of rolled the dice and said, you know what, let's ride, baby. They either, they either screwed up and drafted JT against my advice or they got him cheap. But now they're 0-1 because they did consume a rather early draft spot on him, draft selection on him, and now they, they're 0-1. And they're like, this plan might have been bad. I have buyer's remorse on, on getting uh, JT in the round 6-5 territory. Maybe I do need to trade him now. Maybe I can't wait through this plan. What if he doesn't come back? Oh my God, what happens if you know uh, Anthony Richardson looks like he could vulture? Maybe I don't like what's going on here. Maybe JT won't stay healthy like these the plans of attack for the Camara and JT owner you don't know unless you poke around their plans of attack might have changed they may not even be vocalizing it and if you just sit there and assume they don't want to get rid of Camara and JT for a cheap deal you you're going to miss out you're going to be there typing your TPS report and you're going to be like ah I don't know if he's going to trade him. I'm not going to I I got to type this TPS report. And you're you're doing 95 to 100% productivity at work on a Tuesday or a Wednesday when you know better. The fantasy football show is trying to get you down to about 70% productivity so you can use the other 30 to better your teams. You're sitting there typing your TPS report. Go ahead and stop. Okay? Send an email, send a trade offer, send a text, send a send a tweet, send a, a Snapchat, send whatever you want. And say, hey, hey, Bob, what if I give you, I see you're hurting. What if I give you 
And let, let's let's use another. Let's go back to the 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 players that we can potentially trade away. Um, let's see, trade big players. Let's let's call it CMC. Who, you know, there is some reason to think like this guy. He looks amazing. I, I'm not trying to suggest that he doesn't look amazing. I want everybody to understand what I'm saying here. But if your team is in in a mode of where, let's see, where was I? If a team was in a need of, of of maybe your team is in a need of maybe getting an extra piece, you don't feel comfortable, you lost something, whatever, and you got McCaffrey here, and this guy's got JT. I mean, you you could literally say, hey, I'll take your, I don't know what Chase is going to do, get your JT who you're waiting on anyway. What are you going to be, 0-4? What good's JT going to do you? You could potentially get him in a a slight downgrade because, like I just said, number one, number two, number three overall pre-draft. Right now, Chase is number probably four, five, or six overall. If we're drafting today, McCaffrey is one, two, or three. This is a slight downgrade, and you can't just give this away. You can't give it away. You shouldn't give it away. You can't give it away, and the owner understands that. And if this owner's decimated at running back, because they lost JK, they lost other things, things didn't work out. They thought that, you know, the Pacheco McKinnon thing was gonna be good. And it still could be, I just want to remind you. But they might be going, Okay, I need a running back bad. And you say to them, I'll give you a Puka. I picked up Puka. He looks so good, right? Everybody loves Puka Nakua right now. Puka's the man. He's an absolute monster. I'll throw in Puka. And this balances the scale. Mentally, you say to yourself, I can't if I receive McCaffrey, you're trading this away, and I lose Chase, I mean, that's a huge hit. Don't worry, I'll give you Puka. Okay, I get somebody. There's upside there. There's a lure there. There's intrigue there. This is pretty interesting. And you say, okay, you give me Taylor, who you can't even use. You know, this is going to, you know, I'm saying four weeks, but <laughs> really it's three. But you know what I'm saying. You start you start manipulating the language a little bit, right? You're like, look, what are you going to do, play four weeks without him? And so you end up getting Chase and JT for McCaffrey and Puka. Now, not everybody might want to do that. I would do it. I would do it. And the same thing applies to Alvin Kamara. What are you going to do? Wait on Alvin Kamara? He looked bad bad last year anyway. And Derek Carr looked cheeks in the first half. Even though he looked great in the second half and he started getting it going, you're going to use the verbiage, the language that helps you get this done. These are the kind of trades that win a league. Even if you have Kamara... And you're 1-0 and and you don't necessarily need to make a move. This is an intriguing move to make. It really is. And so this is how I feel about this process. And going back to the names that I love so much right here. Hertz, absolutely love going and getting Hertz. Kamara, absolutely love going and getting Kamara. Burrow, Chase, Fields, uh, Josh Allen, Debo Samuel, uh, Jonathan Taylor. And back to this list right here, the, the, the buy low players. Across the board, if you need a wide receiver, you need a wide receiver three in the making JSN. You need a doubted wide receiver two one. I really believe Watson can still be at some level a low end wide receiver one. You need Watson if you need to take a swing. Waddle will return to his high third end third round value. I never drafted him in round two anyway. I didn't expect him to be a round two player, but right now you can get him for almost top around four, mid round four value. AJ Brown didn't have a great game. People are doubting this Eagle offense being the same. So AJ Brown, a 13, 12, 11 overall player, is probably now valued down at the at the bottom of the second round. Pickens. 
You can get him so cheap right now. He was already cheap on draft day. He was a six-round pick. Now you can get him, I imagine, for way cheaper than that. And he had a tough Niner matchup. Deontay's out handfuls of weeks if he even comes back to full strength at all for a long, long time. Pickens, I don't think people realize what Pickens is about to do. I don't really believe people realize how good Pickens is going to be in the coming weeks and you can get him so much cheaper than six-round value. DJ Moore, what did you expect DJ Moore to do if this man didn't do anything? What did people expect Chase to do if Joe Burrow didn't do anything? You know, it's crazy to me that everybody's writing off DJ Moore and Fields, but especially DJ Moore, when regardless of what you think of Fields' accuracy or consistency, if you don't think he's going to eat and you don't think the preseason was an indicator or a harbinger of things to come, I'm glad. I'm glad people feel that way. Tell everyone. And and, and while Gibbs isn't going to be cheap, I love getting Gibbs right now because I don't think he has the same value he did on draft day in general. He, he might have an owner that really loves him, so it might be hard to pry him away in every situation. But for the most part... I believe his value is a touch less because people saw Monty deliver. And people don't understand that Monty is a necessity to keep him healthy. Their, their, their workloads are almost unrelated except for the fact that one of them needs to be carrying the ball between the tackles like Monty so this guy can get his 55-60 receptions. And he's going to have 900 to 1,000 yards rushing. And I wouldn't be shocked if he wasn't much over 900 to 1,000 because he'll do so much damage as a wide receiver. This will be the inverse of Debo Samuel. He'll be a a wide receiver running back versus a, a or running back wide receiver versus a wide receiver running back. It's going to be the inverse of everything you saw Debo do, and it's going to be unbelievable. Bijan Robinson, because Algiers scored twice and got so much work, he's a little cheaper. Not not a lot cheaper. But a little cheaper, you're probably going to find it hard to get an owner of Bijan to give him up easily. But I think if you're creative in some of the ways we discussed here, where you do some two-for-one, some confusing, you need a quarterback, here's Jordan Love, you need a wide receiver, here you go. Want a free Puka Nakua who I just picked up, you can confuse people and dilute the risk for them by making a, a trade more complex. The likelihood of trading for Bijan one-for-one, I would say, is near 0%. Who's going to give up Bijan one-for-one? You confuse matters, and you say something along the lines of, and let's go ahead and put this on on this next screen, something along the lines of, I would say, like a, let me see here. I would say something along the lines of a, let me put it on screen here. You're trading away, you're going to acquire a Bijan Robinson, okay? And you got to give up a player potentially like Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb or or someone along those lines, you're going to have to give up more. If someone's if someone's in dire need of QB, you could throw in a love. Or if you have love, this is why you drafted him to get crafty, you might potentially have the ability to throw in a player that you have. Maybe you've got Tua. Maybe you've got somebody else that you could throw in and complicate this trade. 
you, the, the more players you get involved, not, not an excessive amount like five or six or seven, but when we're talking a two for two or a two for three or a three for three or a three for two, you're going to make it a little more confusing for the owner to say, oh, now I got to maybe weigh out how much this helps my, my other side of this trade. How much does this help my quarterback situation? Because if it's just Bijan, they're going to sit there. Even if you offered them, let's say, a, a let's let's call it a, an Austin Eckler or something, who's banged up right now, but I think a lot of people would say Austin Eckler has a tremendous amount of value, right? Eckler, let's put Eckler on screen here. And let's say even banged up, this is going to be hard for somebody to say, yeah, you're trading away Eckler to me and I'm going to give you Bijan. I don't want to do that. He's hurt and all that. You start mixing things into it. They start accepting the risk differently. It's not all on Bijan anymore or all on uh, on Eckler. Or in the case of, let's say, you're trading away, like I said, uh, 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 Derek Henry, who was utilized and, and no one's going to do this straight up, right? I want to get my Henry out of my roster and bring in Bijan. Who's going to do it? Nobody. So you confuse matters. You throw in, hey, you give me Debo and Bijan, and I'll give you said player that actually played well that everybody's so excited about. Oh, maybe maybe it's Brandon Ayuk. Maybe Ayuk is feeling like he is the number one wide receiver over in San Francisco. And so now I'm like, oh, this is an upgrade. Or in the case, let's throw Debo out. Let's say it's, I'm going to give you Henry and Ayuk, and I'm going to trade for an injured Christian Watson and Bijan. This is complicating it. Oh, let's throw Puka in. Now all of a sudden, a person that is not going to accept a Henry for Bijan trade is willing to offset the risk that they are giving away Bijan to get Henry if they're improving other parts of their team when quietly you're okay with Watson over Puka and Ayuk. Like, it, maybe you like Ayuk more right now, and if you do out there, that's okay. The whole point is if I like Watson quietly as much, if I like Dotson still quietly as much, I can afford to make what I consider to be in a quiet fashion a more even trade than other people think in order to confuse the situation up and get a player that I could never get one for one because the player's too focused on, or the owner is too focused on Bijan Robinson. This is it. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. These are some of the best values. Not all of them. There's a lot of other players I really, really like going and getting right now. Like if I look at my rankings at thefantasyfootballshow.com and I start just spitting out some some names that I think are good by lows. I mean, I could go for days. I could say I love the idea of going and trading for uh, a potential Tony Pollard who, you know, look, he's not a buy low necessarily but I think his low carry total, not having as many carries as we would have liked, the touchdowns were nice. His owner could be on the fence of like, did I get lucky? You just got to poke around and see. Probably not the most likely player to buy low, but I'm just throwing out every opportunity I can see in front of me. Um, Kenneth Walker, there's some concern there that the volume might be spotty at times, but the opportunity is high. Buying low season is here. I told you JT, I told you Kamara. Uh, Javante Williams will pop, and his his owner might be disappointed. Damian Pierce is a fantastic go-get right now in fantasy football. Um, another go-get at running back, make sure you pick up Roshan Johnson or potentially even trade for him. Isaiah Pacheco, McKinnon, if they get cut, pick pick them up. Charbonnet gets cut, pick Charbonnet up. Devon A-Chain. Devon A-Chain, look, 
You've already got Moster banged up already. Moster's banged up already. Zach, uh, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's not coming back for a long time, if ever. A-chain season's closer than you think. He's a league winner. This is an add-drop piece of advice and maybe a throw-in. Don't go after him individually. His owner's going to be like, "What do you? why do you want him? What happened? And he's going to go look at the news. Mostert's hurt. I'm hanging on to him. Throw in. Tank Bigsby, if he gets dropped, pick him up. Throw in. Whatever. Zach Charbonnet, throw in. Pick him up if he gets dropped. Um, those are players I absolutely love right now in terms of waivers or toss-ins. Uh, uh, A.J. Brown, I said earlier. Garrett Wilson. Let's talk about Garrett Wilson to finish it off. Debo, Christian Watson, D.J. Moore, Drake London. I still believe in him. T. Higgins at zero. Um, he's a good buy low right now. His owners are freaking out. JSN, I told you. Dodson, I love him. Um, Zay Flowers, I love him, but probably won't be able to buy low. Pickens, buy low, do it now, do it live. Those are just a handful. At, at tight end, Evan Ingram, Dalton Kincaid. Uh, he might even get cut, and Dalton Kincaid is going to explode. Those are just a handful. That's really a, a lot of them. You know, I didn't have all of them on screen, but I did list, I think, a, a ton of them. And I will say this uh, for my last thing before we jump out of here. I'll just say that Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson is getting so much disrespect right now. It's totally unfair. It's uncalled for. It's not necessary. I don't buy into it uh, even a little bit. Do I think he goes from being a wide receiver 3-5, which we thought he could be, wide receiver 3-5 to five overall with Aaron Rodgers, under center in New York. You bet your bottom dollar. That's what we thought could happen in 2023. Have things changed? Absolutely. Can he be three to five? He could be, but probably won't be. And we need to accept the harsh reality of the situation and be honest with ourselves, adjust and adapt. But does he drop to where everybody's shoving him? I don't I don't buy into it for a second. And I'm going to buy low given the, the temperature that I'm taking. And, I, and again, I tell people this. I believe... I have the best temperature on what the trade market is for uh, across any channel on YouTube. I believe I have the best ability to test the temperature because I'm, I believe, the only one that has a tw- like a 24-hour text line, and I get text messages right away, and I get so many of them. Uh, sometimes I'm backlogged. I have so many right now that I got to get to. It, it, there's so many questions on this text line. And I, I, when I start hearing something over and over and over, I know, I know that there's an opportunity to buy low because there's so many, there's so much important uh, uh, data in the massive amount of questions that I get that, that it's impressive how predictable it is when you have five, six, seven questions come in that all are like, should I get rid of Garrett Wilson for this? I had so many, should I trade Zay trade for Zay Flowers using Garrett Wilson? I love Zay Flowers, but no, you shouldn't do those moves. I had so many people saying, do I trade Jordan Love for Joe Burrow? Or, hey, someone offered me uh, uh, Joe Burrow for my Jordan Love. The reverse. I got so many of those questions on both sides of it. People are like, do I trade away Jordan Love for Burrow or do I trade Burrow for Jordan Love? I got so many of those questions, so I know Joe Burrow is easily had right now. But I can tell you right now with a certainty, the most questions I got all day long yesterday and early today have been about this man. And and about 80% of the questions were so disrespectful, no offense guys, to his value. Should I trade him away for ham sandwich or pastrami sandwich or turkey sub they were so low and so disrespectful i can tell you 
I can tell you what the, uh, as a fact that he is one of the best by lows right now. Did he fall? He absolutely did. Is he three to five in my book right now? No, he's not. Can he still be seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve overall? Is he still at least a low end back of 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 the the wide receiver ones, ten, eleven, twelve? Absolutely. He was a thousand yard receiver last year. They're going to be throwing the ball. Uh, I talked with someone on my text line earlier. We both were talking about Garrett Wilson playing from behind a lot, throwing the ball, lots of volume in the third and fourth quarter. This guy's a magician on the field. And Salah, I believe Salah will plan to use him. Salah comes from the Niners. He comes from the Niner coaching tree. I believe he will sit there and go, how do I help and assist Zach Wilson? Do I let Zach Wilson go out there like Rodgers and get the ball to the player? Or do I have the player come get the ball from Zach Wilson and eliminate the, the risk in the error, I think he says, "Let's get Zach. Let's get Garrett Wilson the football at the line of scrimmage. Let's throw. Let's throw the ball to him one yard back. Let's have him step back like Debo, grab the football at the line of scrimmage, and navigate it upfield on his own. Let's get the the football in his hands as quickly as we can versus letting Zach Wilson have to make all the decisions and feed the football downfield to Garrett Wilson, which means you'll have a lot of targets." You'll have a lot of opportunities for screen plays and big plays still. They won't all be three and four yard catches because they're going to be throwing to them at the line of scrimmage. There'll be a lot of plays and screens that I think will get Garrett Wilson involved in high productivity and high big play usage. And I, I do believe he goes down, but I think he's a fantastic buy low right now. Go get Garrett Wilson. Appreciate you all for being here. I will see you later. I am live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday, and live whenever news breaks. Appreciate every single one of you for being here. See you at 8 p.m.